everybody welcome once again to deep tense audio now uh this is our continuation of part one of episode 30 of deep tense of light okay so once again we have, we have here with us brother suleiman johnson monday <laughs> yes brother suleiman johnson monday yeah he has been with us and if you recall if you're listening to the last episode this is like continuation if you're not listening to the last one please go and get it they were hand in glove okay are we ready so we're going to be answering questions today okay so the first question is as we have spoken about why do i feel powerless putting in place banker scripture john chapter 1 verse 12 as many as receive christ he has given the power to become children of god so paraphrasing as many as receive Christ, being the true light, he has given us the power to become ambassadors of this light, okay, and also witnesses of this light. So today we're going to be asking questions related to that context, okay? So the question number one is, is there a way that I can lose my power or is there any possibility of losing your power? I know you've received the power to be his witness of this light. How do I, uh, is it possible to lose my power? And if it is, how? All right. Um, the, I think the first thing is we look at how you get the power first, how you got it. The Bible said, as many that received him, he gave, right? In Matthew chapter 10, he called the twelve and gave. So it's just like giving you a gift. Yeah. You can lose a gift, right? But it's dependent on you, on how you treat the gift. If you are less concerned about it, then you lose it. You see, Jesus told the disciples in Luke chapter 24, I think verse 49 or, yeah, around 40 there, yeah. he said, 30 years in Jerusalem until you are endued with, the, with power by the Holy Ghost from on high. <clears throat> now, you notice something that tarrying has something a lot to do with the power of God. When you receive when God gives you power you receive it in a measure and what the the function or will I say the product or the source of power is actually the Holy Ghost that is at work in you the Bible said the shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you Wait, but you notice when you receive the Holy Ghost one of the major things that gives you no knowledge of you receiving the Holy Ghost is uh, speaking in tongues so he's speaking in tongues without power. The thing is, when you begin to pray in tongues, you begin to interfere with God, you begin to carry more of God upon you. Just like in one of our sessions, we, we spoke about um, the, the intimacy and relationship, how magnet and an ion stay with each other so that one's feeling is transferred on the other. Now, the word anointing means smearing or something to enlarge in size. I would say by the reason of the anointing, the yoke shall be broken from off thy neck, right? What it means is that when you begin to stay before God, He begins to rub off His essence or His influence on you, and you begin to get large. So the yoke that is upon the neck of an animal that is yoked, when an animal, when a yoked animal begins to grow fat, grow big, let's say a calf growing to become a bone, it should leave it with the same yoke as from childhood. It will grow to a point that that yoke will be broken off the neck. So, as you stay with God, as you study, as you fast, as you pray, you begin to grow large. Your spirit will begins to grow. So, yokes are broken off. Now, I'm trying to say that um, when you, you receive power in a certain stage, 
and then as you begin to do business with it, it increases. One more example is the young man Stephen, Acts of the Apostle chapter 6. In verse 6, the Bible said that Stephen was a man full of the Holy Ghost and faith. In verse 8, the Bible said that Stephen was a man full of the Holy Ghost and power. Sorry, full of faith and power. So the Holy Ghost, when he made, when he made trade with it in prayer, it transformed to power. So how will I lose power when I lose touch with God? When I lose touch with the Holy Spirit? When I lose essence with my secret place? Then I lose that which God has given me. Even though I may not totally maybe lose the Holy Spirit, but if I don't interfere with him, if I don't engage him, then there will be less of him that will be in me. Wow. Wow. Okay. So I never imagined that it could be lost. So now you're trying to say it can be. And it's usually um, when you're something said in the beginning that it's it's lost when you make light of it or when you don't see it like something like that, right? Okay, so um so I have a question related to that. Um what if you don't know, okay, is it possible to have the power and not know? Because and then does it really count that if you don't know you have the power, will it leave you? Because you don't know you have it and you don't use it. So what do you think? Alright, not knowing that you have something may necessarily not mean that it will leave you. No, because um you can be the son or the grandson of a wealthy belonging. And let's say before you were giving birth to grandpa is late and then he opened an account in your name. It's just that you will not partake of the overflow of that wealth. But it's there in your name. It's waiting for you. God forbid, but you may live your entire life suffering. And maybe on your deathbed, you now realize I had money somewhere. So it's, it's, it's of no use to you, maybe the next generation or your sons. That's how the power of God too is to everybody. We have it, but it's our responsibility to come in tandem with it. We need to seek it out and find it. The Bible said um, the kingdom of God is like treasure in a land. And any man that has an awareness of that treasure sells all that he has in order to come and buy that land so that he can partake of the treasure in that land. So it is very important that we come to the realization that we have the power of God in us. It is given to us. Then we can begin to engage that power. And when you begin to engage it, you begin to see results. And those results will drive you with hunger to the place of yeah, for more. Yeah, for more. So it's possible, but that you don't have the that you don't have knowledge doesn't mean that you don't know that you have power does not mean um, it does not exist or you lost it it will be there it's just that you never may partake of it but it's in you there are many people that devils oppress them they are big devil things are hard around them you see demonic oppressions they sleep at night and sometimes they find it difficulty in breathing they are being oppressed but the day they come to the awareness of the knowledge of the person called the Holy Ghost and they begin to engage him, engage him in prayers, that day, their yokes begin to break off. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. Sorry, but the one that's not for me was that one when you say Katrini. Um, okay, that illustration is about the, the man that you might be on his deathbed and they now realize that we have money. What is that sickness? was dead because he didn't have money. <laughs> okay, so um, my last question. 
Okay, so is there a way that this power is meant to be exhibited? Since it's a power to witness for Christ, um, for the light, sorry, to be an ambassador of this light. Like, is there a way, um, or is this something I'm meant to do to show this light, this power of, or power in the light? Like, is there like, is, um, you understand the question, right? Like, a method or a procedure I'm meant to follow or a stepwise procedure I'm meant to like do, okay, let's the hand like this and then power start flowing out or let's say some words, something like that, connecting to this light. What do you think, sir? As a scripture of Acts, Acts 12, is it Acts 12, 28? I don't know how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power and he went around doing it. That used to be my favorite scripture. Now, the Bible said, when Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost and power, he went about doing See, when the anointing comes upon you, it teaches you on how to dispense it. Now, um, the Bible said in First John chapter 2, that ye children, ye are the Holy One, and ye have received the anointing, and the anointing which you have received will teach you all things. That anointing is the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Ghost will teach you how to dispense them. I can remember there was this time, a friend of mine, her mom was sick, and she told me about it, so I told her to give me time, let me pray about it. So I took three days to pray. And in the place of prayer, the Lord told me he will heal her mother in three days if I go to pray for her. So I went there, I saw the thing, it was like a leg cancer, sort of. The thing was, you know, a, lo a lot of pus from the knee down to the very sole of her feet, swollen up, ruptured, like pus everywhere, so irritating. And so I asked one of my friends to lead us in worship. I was trying to find out what God would have me do. But while she was leading the worship, I felt the nudge to pray in thoughts. So I started praying in the Holy Ghost and I was instructed to put my hand upon those spots. Do you? Can you imagine? <laughs> Somehow I managed to look for the good spot. <laughs> and then I laid my hand. And I was praying in tongues. I could feel movement in the neck. So I kept praying. I prayed for like two to three minutes in tongues. And then I stopped, I made one or two decrees. And then I asked, I don't know how, but I just asked, do we have anointing oil in this house? They said, yeah, they have a little quantity left. I could have prayed over it. And then I told her not to drink it. I don't even know how those instructions were coming. But she should just, she should suspend every other treatment on the leg and use this oil. It was a Thursday, I think it was a Wednesday evening, if I'm not mistaken, or Thursday evening. I told her to use it for three days. So I asked her, who is treating her? She said that was in, because it was in the village, I went home for Christmas. She said that was a native doctor treating her, though he traveled for, he will be coming back in the next market, the last four days in Tawa. I told her, the Lord said, he will heal you in three days. That's the three days I needed. Come on, Saturday morning, my phone was ringing. I was like, wondering what the thought is. So I picked the call. She was like, my mom is just well. We just woke up, the leg has dried up. Do you get, like, so I was really surprised. They know about me. I mean, just have gotten there and then just pray and walk away. But I was instructed on how to channel the power that day. You may get to other places and all the Lord will just have you do is worship or lay of laying of hands or maybe make a contact in any way. So the anointing teaches you how to dispense itself. You just need to listen. Wow. Okay. Well, that was actually very good. And so it's like a two-way thing. So as you have it, you have to also be ready to follow it's me like the, the power is, is not not just coming okay stay I can do what you want no way like that there are regulations that things that need to be done oh wow that's that's actually very nice they went to tell us before eventually 
care. <laughs> oh, I still remember my humble self, Suleiman Monday Johnson, and has been beautiful for me on this channel. And as I've earlier pleaded, please, I want you to give it away. Share it on your statuses, your social media channels, and uh, the Lord will bless you. Thank you so much. Stay with us. <laughs> Stay with us. Thank you so much. Um, so I listen to this when you're blessed and never to put all this into practice. And also, if you have any question or anything you think you want us to discuss, um, somehow, somehow reach us. Okay. Um, so on this note, um, <laughs> we will be say, drawing the curtains. So till we meet again, God bless you. Bye.